Hello and welcome to The Unreleased, the design research podcast. This podcast exists to help map, broadcast and promote design research worldwide. The Unreleased podcast is brought to you by IAD, Universidade Europeia and UNITCOM. To know more, visit unrelease.unitcom-yad.pt. That's unrelease.unitcom-yad.pt. This is the first of two interviews with Italian design researchers that took place during a special visit to Politecnico di Milano in January 2019. During a couple of days, we could learn more about their research initiatives and forge stronger connections for projects and collaborations. On this episode, Professor Emilio Duarte talks with Francesco Zullo, full professor at Politecnico di Milano, deputy dean of the School of Design, head of product design course and researcher. Zurlo also teaches at many design schools in Brazil, Mexico, Chile, China, Japan, France, Spain and Portugal. And he is the author of numerous publications about strategic design. During this conversation, Francesco shares some of his views on innovation, uncertainty, the strategic position of designers in companies and even how design can learn from the Japanese concept Ikigai. And there are some rules within Ikigai. One of them is related to uh, doing things, doing small things and understanding through these small things what you can do better, what you can improve and so on. So we need to start with companies with small demonstrations, you know, just to show with little things what we can do with them and creating a kind of, uh, um, you know, uh, trust and mm -hmm. confidence okay. about the importance of design. Here are Emilia and Francesco. Dear Professor Zurlo, it's a, a pleasure and an honor to be here with you in Politecnico di Milano. And I would like to uh, thank you so much for giving this interview to our uh, design research uh, podcast. On behalf of uh, IAD and Universidade Europeia, we thank you for, for this opportunity. So I would like to start just giving a, a few or brief introduction about your areas of work. And so I could see that you work in service design, strategic design, design management, social design, gamification, e-learning and innovation. These are amongst the topics of your interest. So based on this, I, I try to find a few questions for this uh, interview. So one, one of the things that I see from your work is that you uh, do a lot of uh, initiatives with companies. And so we see that companies are becoming more and more aware of the benefits they can get from a closer relationship with universities and their research centers. However, I don't know if you agree with me, there is still a large ignorance or, let's say, uh, misunderstanding on what research development and innovation activities means. And sometimes, in what regards the design field, companies tend to consider product development the same as research and are to expect all research activities to result in innovation. And we know that's not always true. So, how would you uh, explain these concepts 
research, development and innovation to companies so they easily understand the difference between them and do not create false expectations. So it, I think that um, it depends on uh, industries and companies, uh, the characteristics of industries and companies, uh, what they want to get from the collaboration with the research centers and universities. Uh, but usually, uh, in the experience that we have in Milan, the companies that come to, to ask for a collaboration, they accept the idea of doing research for them. So, and they, they link innovation to the, the presence of research, the importance of research. Of course, we do a specific kind of research, that, that design research. And, you know, design research is a, a different kind of research if you compare this research with other disciplines like marketing, strategic marketing, or innovation management, and so on. Because, you know, design uh, is a way to consider um, the, the briefs and the, the, the input coming from the companies from different perspectives. You know, I'm used to say that designers... They use a zoom-in, zoom-out approach. Mm. So when they start with a, with a specific input, they, uh, they can uh, analyze some uh, specific, uh, very precise details of that problem, but even considering the whole uh, you know, uh, problem and so which are the surroundings of that problem. So they uh, could, uh, in a way, um, exploit uh, this uh, specific design mindset. And, uh, yeah, let me use the, 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 the word of an exhibit uh, uh, with the curation of uh, Paolo Antonelli a few years ago, elastic mind, no? so the mm -hmm. idea of elastic mind. Then you can use this elasticity to do research for innovation. That's not the same of other disciplines. That this is quite, quite interesting. Of course, um, uh, I, I told you before, you have um, different companies, uh, different uh, uh, needs, uh, so you need to understand what they want. Sometimes they come because they want to, to, to find uh, a strategic solution, sometimes because they want to use design for a, a tactical uh, purpose. So you need to know this. It's also important for us understanding how to do what we call a design due diligence. So mm -hmm. understanding uh, which is the company, what they want to do and how they want to face uh, a specific market, a specific context and, and so on. Anyway, um, from the polytechnical uh, observation, uh, uh, let me say that companies that come here, they ask for innovation. They can uh, differentiate uh, the idea of research from the idea of development of products and services. Okay, thank you. Um, if, if this uh, uh, misunderstanding persists in some companies, not all, but eventually somehow it's still there, this means that we are failing in communicating or advertising our own business as design researchers. So are we unable to tell the companies exactly what we do? Uh, you know, uh, design is a practical activity, uh, so it's quite difficult to tell what you can do. 
what is better to do is uh, providing demonstrations. So um, the idea of demo or die is quite important for, uh, for design, even for design research. You need to demonstrate uh, what you can do for companies. And uh, you, can, you, you do this trend thanks to uh, a practical implications and starting as soon as possible with some, some ideas, uh, some solutions and so on. The, the best way to... Uh, you know, um, make uh, uh, aware you know, the the companies and institutions collaborating with us about the the, the powerful uh, impact of design within the organizations. Mm-hmm. Okay, but organizations are changing because the world is changing, and so this this new buzzword that is digital transformation is affecting us all. To what extent do you think this transformation, this, this trend towards this digitalization is affecting the importance of design? Uh, it's affecting a lot, the importance of design within the organizations, because, you know, uh, the DNA of designers and design is uh, always considering uh, the, the needs of people. Uh, considering the experience of people when they interact with products and services. And with digital transformation, this is becoming a new mantra. So you need to start from the real experiences of people. And so you find a lot of companies, specifically companies from technological sectors or companies coming from strategic consultancy, that they are... Uh, absorbing design knowledge and designers, so they are purchasing some uh, design firms in order to uh, get this kind of knowledge about how to understand users and their user experiences. So, from this point of view, this is a, you know, a new era for design. Mm-hmm. There are new uh, challenges and new opportunities for design. Okay. So we see designers uh, and design researchers being now confronted with a myriad of new research approaches. So c- could also be methods and techniques that became buzzwords. And these buzzwords are present in companies' minds. So I'm talking about things like user-centered, human-centered design, design thinking, co-design, participatory design, you know, gamification, user experience, just to mention a few. So... You think we might be tempted to assume that today's designers need to be more social scientists or psychologists or managers rather than problem solvers or product creators or developers, as if you prefer? So, or in other, in other words, is design changing this way or is that just a case of a temporary trend? Um, you, you know, I'm used to say that uh, we, we have a, a phenomenon today that I call toolism. Toolism is the, uh, the use of too many tools. And so and if you want to uh, break the uh, interest of the, the design world uh, first and then companies, you need to invent new tools. And then the latestism. The latest is from latest, so you need to use the latest methodology and the latest trend. But but if you look at these new tools and new, these new methodologies, uh, you can find something referred to the Bauhaus uh, uh, teaching and you know Bauhaus's yes. approach in in uh, facing some. Uh, 
you know, uh, design problems. problems. So, so, but with with a new uh, new way of showing yeah. themselves. Yeah. So, so it's a new package. You know, a new package, package. A new package. Okay. So maybe we need to find some constant in mm -hmm. these tools and methodologies, understanding which are these new. Uh, this constants and considering that sometimes uh, this is a way to do marketing of design than doing really mm -hmm. design. And do you think that uh, there should be more designers with a seat in the decision boards, like for example in large corporations, public institutions or even governments? Uh, I think so and uh, you know, you can see uh, the um, let me say, uh, raising up of designers within the organogram or in the organizations starting from late 70s, early 80s uh, with total quality and so on. And today is becoming more and more important thanks to digital transformation and the centrality of the users uh, in the business of companies. Uh, so designers are, you know, uh, entering the the room with the bottom, so the decision-making process uh, and uh, collaborating with the decision-makers uh, and so on. That's becoming more and more important. Of course, it depends on the industries, it depends on the companies and so on. Here in Polytechnic, we collaborate with a lot of uh, uh, small companies, medium companies, uh, multinational corporations, and some of them, specifically the multinational corporations, they don't know Uh, which new pro what new products and services uh, have to develop for the market. There is a very uh, huge uncertainty about you know the evolution of uh, tastes of the customers, uh, the evolution of the needs and so on. They need more design. Mm -hmm. So this is the reason why now you can see some of the some some designers uh, included in the decision making uh, room. Mm -hmm. Can can I assume that uh, the presence of designers in that decision rooms or in decision boards could facilitate this strategical design uh, adoption by the the companies? Yeah, um, you know, uh, strategy is a, is um, a very a problematic word uh, because you can interpret strategy in a different different ways. Uh, so strategy depends on time and space. So. Maybe in Lisbon uh, something is strategic, but not okay. strategic mm -hmm. in Italy or not strategic for a specific company, but uh, even strategic for another company. So you need to understand what does it mean, strategic. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this is a strategic tool for companies. And uh, you can go uh, back to the 1984, I think, with... Uh, Uh, a very interesting uh, article by um, Philip Kotler about uh, the importance of design. The, 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 the title of that, that essay was uh, Design a Powerful but Neglected Tool. Uh, a strategic, powerful but neglected tool for companies. So the idea is uh, understanding when and how design is strategic yeah. and in this, even in this case you need to consider not the different markets, the different needs of companies and so on, but thanks to the uncertainty of companies design is becoming more strategic than in the past. Okay, and so can I assume that you are defending the idea that companies uh, 
that's adopt a strategical approach are better succeeded, succeeded than others that don't adopt this uh, strategical design approach or in mm. other way uh, that those that adopt a tactical design approach are condemned to fail? You know, um, uh, the way you ad adopt design in a strategic way is when design become, becomes you know, a mindset within mm -hmm. the organization. Yeah. When every person within the organization adopts an an approach coming okay. from design, this is the, the, the design thinking within yes. the organization. Um, nevertheless, you can see more in details uh, the importance of design for competitiveness. Uh, there was a, um, a survey coming from Design Management Institute in 2015 about uh, uh, you know design intensive companies where design is uh, you know an in very strong tool for competitiveness and they perform 200% more than the 500 most performative companies in the world. So you can measure the impact of design mm -hmm. you know, within the organization, mm -hmm. but when design becomes a mindset within the organization, what does it mean? Uh, the way you face, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, the change, the way you face the risks, the way you, uh, you know, adopt uh, a creative approach in order to um, solve problems, the way you relate uh, to other disciplines in order to find new solutions, mm -hmm. innovative mm -hmm. solutions. So, okay. th this is the mindset of design okay. within the organization. Now that you mentioned measuring the impact of design, it came to my mind, how can we measure that? What kind of uh, KPIs we can, uh, we can consider? Just give a you know, the, few. This is a big question. question. Big question. So, and, uh, there are too many attempts to, to find a solution about this question. So you can see, okay, you can in increase the market share, mm -hmm. you can increase your sales, Uh, or maybe you can increase the happiness of people within the organization. Okay, could be. Or you can increase your brand uh, equity in the market. So there are too There's many too ways many to, okay. to read the to to find KPIs mm -hmm. related to That's design. Uh, anyway, uh, I think it, it's not a matter of just of design. Mm -hmm. um, you need to to find a good leadership, and so mixing. The importance of design with the you know integration with other uh, competencies yes. within the organizations coming from marketing coming okay. from technology yes. from finance and so on, creating the right balance um, so it's quite difficult to separate the impact of design as a, a powerful uh, tool for competitiveness uh, from the contribution coming from other sectors of the organization yes. so a good leadership is a way to to measure together sometimes design is a trigger Even if you focus on this idea of the mindset of design within the organization, it's a way to trigger different uh, a different approach uh, for for innovation within the organization. Okay, I see. So this this is interesting because sometimes not I I'm just saying it's not the idea is not to generalize because I I know that this depends on the companies, but some some companies or minor scale companies when asked why they do not invest more on design research activities, 
they say that they would love to invest more on that, but the problem is that they don't even know what their needs are at this regard or which could be their research problems they could present us, of course, for, for the research, or even they don't know which contribution we could offer them. Is there anything that we, and I mentioned universe, I'm referring to universities and research centers in design, that we can do to solve these obstacles to, to this relationship with companies, and so we could increase the, the number of companies working with us? So is there anything that you suggested we could do to... Uh, you know, to be better I, succeeded I, I mentioned before about this idea of uh, mm. providing demonstrations about yeah, the, the, the importance of designs mm -hmm. and uh, what you can do for companies. Uh, and, you know, um, I learned a new word coming from Japan, ikigai. Ikigai means uh, to live, uh, the raison d'être uh, from a French word. So this is the, the power to uh, push you uh, every every morning when you wake mm -hmm. up and you, you need to start the, your your activity. And there are some rules within the Ikigai. One of them is related to uh, doing things, do, doing small things and understanding through these small things what you can do better, what you can in, improve and so on. So we need to start with companies with small demonstrations, you know, just to show with little things what we can do with them and creating a kind of, uh, um, you know, uh, trust and mm -hmm. confidence okay. about the importance of design. And design is a practical activity, so you can do this just doing, making mm -hmm. things with companies. That's yeah. the best the way. Best. Uh, you you cannot start with you know big uh, research yeah. activities, yes. okay. uh, uh, mm -hmm. but with small things because this is a way to understand the uh, raison d'être, not the the, the 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 way design acts and how to make things happen for mm -hmm. for companies. Yeah. So I understand that we can explain them what we do and just give them these examples, but could we also do help them to do the diagnosis so they can understand better what they need, what they want to be. Even yeah. Uh, so the, this is what happened, often happens in in uh, in uh, in the relationship with companies because they come and they ask about you know a specific uh, uh, brief, uh, and you ask them why. Yeah. So you ask them the reason why they are asking that, you about that, that specific brief. And they say, okay, because the other competitors do this, because we are late. <laughs> no. uh, so uh, this is quite important for us uh, when we start a new collaboration, because this is what we call questioning. Uh, making the right question is very important uh, to provide... Uh, the, the right uh, strategic uh, contribution to the companies. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes they, they do this because they are in a flock of birds uh, yeah. following the other birds. birds. Uh, and so, and 
They don't they have no idea. Why. What, they why. have no why. idea. Yes. They show you existing best practices, mm -hmm. but not you know thinking on yeah. their own identity, their own skills and competencies, which is the core competence. Why you want to do this if your core competence is different from the other competitors and so on. I so, see. so make the right questions. No? So this is the, the way we start this collaboration. So we, we mm -hmm. companies. Sometimes the universities also use a, a different approach. They they invite companies to cooperate with them in in the classrooms. For example, these competitions or challenges, and or even workshops or lectures being given by company companies or or experts from companies. These are really common, and. Uh, also, we can see that some courses are being sponsored by these brands or these corporations. Nevertheless, this is a kind of a controversial uh, topic. Not everybody is comfortable with this. So, how do you see these approaches, bringing the, the companies inside the university? To, to what extent are these activities beneficial? Or is there any major risks involved on this uh, you know, I think the, 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 we have may, many goals, like uh, a university, like uh, you know, a, a training center. The first one is uh, providing a critical uh, mindset to our students and then providing even some specific knowledge. So, um, we, we have a mix of courses where you can get some critical uh, mindset uh, or you know a way to to face uh, in a critical way situations and then you have some other courses when you can get some technical and methodological knowledge and uh, for the second courses uh, the, 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 that that it's it's really important to have a realistic relationship with uh, what happens uh, uh, you know outside the universities, so companies mm -hmm. and institutions. So, so the collaboration with them is, is uh, very, very important. But, but they need to understand the importance and the, um, you know, the, the, the contribution of universities. So when we start a collaboration with companies, we ask money. We ask money to them. Uh, we ask money just to, you know, collaborating, and if in the end they find some interesting solutions, then we involve our TTO, Technical, te Technological Transfer Office, because they can uh, purchase the mm -hmm. uh, intellectual, um, uh, the, the commercial property, Port because the intellectual, yeah, intellectual property belongs mm -hmm. to, yes. to the universe. So th this is a process. It's quite interesting for... Uh, for the university, because we can get some funding, yes, you know, sure. this is a public university, Polytechnic is a public university, so we need to get some extra fundings uh, that are, you know, uh, in a way accompanying the, the fundings coming from, from the ministry, and then we can provide some, uh, you know, professional pathways to the students so some of them in the end they can have some uh, products already uh, you know made and uh, you know distributed uh, sometimes before closing their 
uh, curriculum yeah, mm-hmm, within mm-hmm. university. That, so that's quite that's interesting. interesting. Okay. Anyway, you have a critical Go, way okay. uh, that we, we try to feed in some specific courses and this realistic way to, to understand which are the technological, marketing and financial implications yes. uh, when you collaborate with, with companies. That's interesting, thank you. Um, last November at La Triennale di Milano, When asked about the future of design, you replied, and I'm just uh, in a free uh, uh, adaptation of your words, uh, that you couldn't give an answer, mostly because the design field is under constant redefinition. If you can provide us this this, uh, vision about the future of design, can I ask you which are the key questions that remain unanswered or unexplored Uh, in what regards the role of design in the in the society, or if you prefer, uh, which areas or scopes will will be more relevant in the near future? Uh, so I think that um, you know a very important uh, uh, issue is the sustainability. It's not an an explore or an answer at uh, issue for design, but maybe we need to reconsider this idea of sustainability today because it's becoming a very urgent issue for the mm-hmm. humanities, not just for design. Um, and, uh, you know, related to this, there are some uh, other issues uh, for related to other kind of sustainability. Think about social sustainability, you know, so the way you can create a balance uh, into the, the, the society. And from my point of view, Uh, this will be a key question for uh, the design, uh, the, the future of design. Let me say the, 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 last, uh, the last key question is related to uh, uh, the, the user and personas. Let me say that's, mm-hmm. that's a different way different. of calling uh, users. A persona is a very interesting word coming from... Uh, Uh, some sec- some uh, philosophers uh, like uh, Martin Nussbaum, like Amartya Sen, and the idea of persona is uh, is a very uh, you know uh, huge idea. So you need to consider the dignity of of, of people. You need to consider the right for imagination, the mm-hmm. right of playing, and from my point of view, the right of creating relationships. So I think the future, one of the key questions for the future, even because of the digital transformation, will be how to take back uh, relationship as the main uh, issue for uh, design activities. So um, no more just focusing on the user-centered approach, but more focusing on the relationship-centered approach. Okay. So to end the, the, this interview, uh, and since you, we are talking about sustainability, research needs to be sustainable as well. Yes. So funding is important, or funds is important for, for keeping these laboratories, this research center viable. So how do you manage to get fundings for your research? So uh, you have the, the fundings coming from European communities and mm-hmm. from local, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
governance, uh, like the you know the mm-hmm. region Lomb- Lombardy region, like uh, the the Ministry of uh, Research and Education and so on, but even coming from from companies, the companies uh, yeah. um, you know, uh, it's not so easy. Uh, but uh, you know, we 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 try to find uh, opportunities uh, every day. <laughs> every time because we, we need to find funding okay. if, if we want to go further with uh, with research and development and so on okay thank you so much that's all and You're it welcome. was a, a a pleasure to to have this conversation with you thank you so much once thank again you. thank you to professor the zulu thank you If you like what you heard today, please subscribe to our podcast on the main platform. For more information about the Unreleased podcast, go to unreleased.unitcom-yad.pt. There you can find all the episodes and more information about our guests. We would like to special thank the Politecnico di Milano for the fantastic opportunity and the kind reception at all times. Unreleased podcast is the result of the work of the students of Design Cultures and Practices course from the PhD in Design program of Yad Universidade Europeia. It's produced and edited by Unitcom.